What is up, my beautiful bitches? Welcome to the Boss Bitch Podcast. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm your boss, bitch, bestie, and hype woman, helping you integrate life and pleasure into your business so that you can create the impact and the wealth that you know you're meant to. We're going to be talking about all the things, like how to show up in your business as the badass bitch that you are, um, how to work from flow, how to have less overwhelm, how to step into your leadership role, and really how to root down in our truth and authenticity. Honestly, it really just comes down to integrating our true authentic self into our businesses. So make sure you're tuning in every week so you don't miss any of my foul-mouthed episodes because I promise this shit is going to rock your world. Let's jump in. Okay, so we have the first boss bitch guest on the podcast this week. I spent most of August interviewing other bitches to get on here and share their geniuses. And this is the first episode of the first guest that I interviewed. I had the honor and pleasure of chatting with my dear friend and all around boss bitch, Mags Baker, who is a serial entrepreneur and healer. And let me tell you something. They are someone who really, when, when they say serial entrepreneur, they've really done it all. Okay. They've coached, masterminded, retreat held, danced. I mean, there's just so much that Mags does, and I'm so excited for you to get to know them better. And if you've never experienced a Mags Baker, butt wish, I truly literally believe you're missing out on some seriously witchy magic. So definitely go find Mags online. It's all linked in the show notes. You're going to be just as obsessed with them as I am after this episode. We had to break it up into two. So you get part one and part two because they are full of so much wisdom and pussylicious knowledge and all the things that you're going to love it. Okay. Um, I'm getting all excited because I'm going to sit down and listen to it myself again. So dive in, make sure you come back next week for part two and um, enjoy. Yay. Hi, Mags. Hi. My very first like official podcast guest bitch. I feel so honored. Yes, you can. Yes. I feel like bitches for all genders. Yes. I want to be called a bitch. (laughs) I agree. And because also it's like all genders can kind of reclaim that too, because it's been used against all genders. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is a whole fun story to get into, I guess, too. Um, So tell us a little bit about you, like your, if you want to talk about like your little, your backstory, like your business story, your life story, whatever you'd love to share to give us a little glimpse of who you are. Oh my gosh. I always love as I'm like, oh yeah, I need to introduce myself. What do I say? What do I do? (laughs) It's coming. I should have something brilliant ready. And then it's like, uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Max Baker. (laughs) Um, I use pronouns say them. So I'm a non-binary person. Um, I also do relate to the experience of a woman having been assigned female at birth and having been socialized 
um, as both a girl and a woman and having lots of drama from that, I'm like, oh, I'll claim that also. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so I am a, a serial entrepreneur, I mm-hmm. suppose we could call it that, and lifetime creative. Um, um, yeah, so basically, I, it's funny, I was on a um, date the other day and I was like, what do I do? I'm like, I have ideas. And I turn them into things that people want to buy and I like doing them and then everyone's happier. <laughs> Yay! That, I mean, honestly, talk about the fucking life. Okay, that's amazing. <laughs> like, if everyone, like, turned their their ideas or, like, what they saw people need mm-hmm. as the thing that they make <clears throat> money off of, like, how fantastic would the whole world be? Thank you. Thank you. Cause it took seven and a half years of having nobody pay me money, <laughs> but me still putting my ideas out there uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, to finally learn how to make money in my business. But now I do. So yeah, now I'm a CEO boss bitch. And um, mm-hmm. I'm also a hot divorcee doing parent life halftime also. So I have a four-year-old human. So anyone who has a four-year-old roommate out there, you know what the fuck it's like. <laughs> Yes. Just, what yes. is it? What are they? I don't know. Like I say all the time, I'm like, where did you come from? Like, technically, yeah, you came out of me, but I mean, like, but, but, but where did you come from? I don't know. <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, I've been um, for the past eight months, I've been being a digital nomad while getting divorced while parenting part-time on my by myself growing a company and um moving every 30 days it's been nuts so wow (laughs) yeah I learned a lot um but now I have school to thank preschool thank Mm. you preschool (laughs) it is the best I mean it'll it's you know it drains the bank account slightly but it's the best it's It's so worth it I might have a cold every week for the next year and it's, I'm still going to pay a thousand, thousands of dollars <laughs> a month to send my child. Yes. There. Yeah, I know. So school started last week and um, it's like, I, j- I haven't had more than an hour in such a long time and I haven't had dedicated time to devote to my business. Um, and now I'm at a place where I've, I've been like this solo entrepreneur, like chugging, I was that chugging away, mm-hmm. figuring out how to make money for so long. Um, now I'm at this place where I'm like, okay, I know how to make money, even though my brain still tells me that I'm like a failure and a fluke and it's all going to fall crumble at any moment. Mm -hmm. Um, I know Mm -hmm. how to make money now. And, um, my job has really been to figure out that balance of not trying to make money all the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my business coach told me that my homework was to just be a person on Saturdays, like not someone trying to make money, not an entrepreneur, not someone thinking about even taking content because like content is my main thing, especially on Instagram. So my brain is always thinking content. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I've just been a person this summer on Saturdays and it's so so great. Um, I usually like go to the park and smoke weed and dance. (laughs) 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 To be honest. (laughs) Perfect. I mean, that's amazing. I love that. That's the best homework. But also how hard is it though, to just be a person? It's so hard. And to also be a person now that I'm divorced, like who doesn't have my kid, but I'm not feeling guilty Uh all the time because patriarchy certainly likes to tell people assigned female that they need to be with their kids a hundred percent of the time or they're horrible shitty people and And to fucking enjoy it 
yeah, no, kids are not fun all the time or even most sometimes. Like, No, my child like just started getting more fun. And I feel like that's really only because now he's six. Right. And can be somewhat self-sufficient. Right. Exactly. I don't want to do anything every hour of my life forever. Right. Like, so honestly, for me getting divorced has been amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I just laugh because like everyone has so much like shame and taboo around it, but I'm like, it's great. And I'm not like, it's great in a way, like fuck your husband, like fuck marriage, fuck everything. I'm more like, do what feels good. And if that's yeah. divorce, hell yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because when I met you, I'm trying to remember when exactly that was. It was for sure at, le- at the very least last summer because yeah. we were at school together yeah. and Mags had a butt cam, which was mm-hmm. like the best. <laughs> it was hilarious. They were Thank face you. cam here. And then somewhere <laughs> down below, there was the butt cam, which was literally just like a camera behind. It was the best. And then every once in a while, the toddler would come in and like right. in the diaper, like be like banging shit around. And you know, yep. it was the best. I was like, whoever Mags is, I need more of over that person. I need more. Thank you. Thank and, you. I'm wondering um, about the butt cam again, if I'm going to do that or if I'm going to do something different. I don't know. Oh we'll gosh. see what sparks me by Thursday. <laughs> and, um, and then at that time, I think you were in Berkeley. Was that where you Alameda? Were? Yeah. Close okay. to Oakland. Yeah. And you were married. Yeah. And that, and that was kind of when you started um, talking about, was it open an open marriage? What I can't remember. Yeah, it was like very, it's been really, um, I don't want to say like, it's been so interesting watching this, but it has because it's Great. like watching you really take the steps to follow your desires and your own intuition and listen to pussy and do all the things. Right. And you're like, wow. Like most people, a lot of people, I, it, that could be really triggering to watch or Mm, to see or to hear or to even consider because it's like, why would I do something just for myself? Right. But really it's not just for yourself. Right. Cause it trickles down. Mm it always trickles down and we're like, I'm such a giver. I'm going to take care of other people first, whether that's like with my time or my money or my energy. And, Mm -hmm. but if I'm empty, which I've been trained to be empty, just run on empty. Like I can't help anyone and I can't be a good person. So when I go on a Saturday and smoke weed and dance in Golden Gate Park in a gold bodysuit without my child, then the next day when I pick them up, I'm like happy to see them and refreshed and a good parent again. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It gives you time to miss them. It gives you Mm -hmm. like, you just feel a little, you feel more content, fulfilled, happy. I mean, there's just so many things that happen when we choose to do things for ourselves and only because like, I just want to do this. So I'm going to, that's so for people. It's so edgy for people. It's not what we've been trained. Mm -mm we should do. And it's not what we've been trained is safe to do either because people Mm -hmm. take people down for like glorifying (laughs) anything that is against that culture. Like even being lazy, I'm like, I'm reclaiming lazy in the best way. Like, hell yeah, I am lazy. And I make money by being lazy. Like I am anti-hustle and Mm -hmm. anti-whatever the fuck you tell me I need to be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was also nice seeing that, you know, it, it didn't seem at least from what 
from like an outsider perspective that you're what led you down the path of ultimately getting divorced from your partner was like this big dramatic ordeal. I mean, it felt like it be, it was just this natural progression of things as you both kind of realized what you needed and wanted yeah. for yourselves and like from each other. I'm so glad that comes across. I'm yeah. like, that's great. Yeah. Cool. That's, you know, that's my story I've been trying to tell and yeah. the, the pieces and parts of it. And yeah, that's exactly it. Like I, I think entre- entrepreneurship honestly had really trained me well for divorce because I was like, I got to have my mindset. I got to have my pleasure. Like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, some strategy, like we got to know who's where the kid's going and whatnot, but like, right. I got to trust myself. I have to be kind to myself and compassionate to myself and, and think about what the best outcome would be. Like, that's something that I practice in business all the time, whether it's a launch or a sales call or whatever, like what's the best possible outcome and live in that and then enjoy whatever happens. But that's how I did it with my divorce also. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of just like this realization process, like as we dipped into non-monogamy and as I, as I explored that, I became like more aware that I'm more polyamorous and I just want to have lots of love stories as they come to me throughout my life and just kind of realized like, oh, I was just kind of told to like go to college, get married, have a baby, live in a house together with one man because you're a woman uh, mm-hmm. forever until death. And that's the only measure of success. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know that I definitely want only that. So <laughs> can we tweak that? Is there, is that possible? Is there any other option? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, really stifling. <laughs> it feels a little stifling. Yeah. So yeah. And I was, I've also been this, like on this journey of self-development and self-awareness mm-hmm. and realizing like that I had been bringing a lot of my trauma from childhood just directly into my marriage that I started when I was 21, basically still a child. Right. Mm. Um, or when I met my husband, but wow, yeah. Yeah. And I just like, hadn't been able to break out of that and, um, was just living kind of in these patterns and these cycles. So I just knew that I needed space in general mm-hmm. from that relationship. And I didn't know what at the time, what, like, I don't even know what was three days out at that time, nonetheless, four months, but I knew I wanted to ask for four months to just like live separately, share childcare, um, sort through things. And, um, and he was down with that. And we just like, we're like, whatever happens here, like, we're going to be cool with Posey. We're family forever. Like we're friends. Like we're right now we're not living together. We're not sexual partners. We're not sharing a bank account, but like we share a child and a life and, Mm -hmm. and let's just like, we had been in therapy to like learn how to communicate and um, go through transitions, which was very helpful when we transitioned in our relationship to already have that foundation of the therapist. So the therapist really helped us like, really maintain that integrity of holding each other in our like best version of each other Mm -hmm. and when things would if our hot button topics childcare and money right like right (laughs) just like easily we're like oh those are easily triggerable so if we're going to talk about those let's ask hey Monday could we have a talk about childcare or money right just like like that whether you're divorced or together like was so helpful so um, honestly, like once we made the decision to have some space, like our communication has literally never been better. And we've wow. never been able to describe the way that we're feeling and the way that we support each other in a better way. We're just supporting each other in a different way now. Yeah. Oh my God. That's yeah. so good. And it's so interesting, <clears throat> you know, circling back to when you talked about how like 
basically entrepreneurship sort of like set you up for <laughs> this divorce, which <laughs> yeah. as soon as you said it, it was, it, I remembered, I said this, not that exact, but said yeah. something very similar in my live this morning about mm-hmm. how, how I move through my business now is how I parent. Yes. It's like when you're working through, you know, the mindset and the pleasure and like the accountability and the holding space and like all the things, right. And you're applying them to your, your, your client work and like the way you talk about things and the way you show up, it's like, again, the trickle down or like the the trickle out or whatever. And it's like how I show up in my relationships now, how I like handle things with my kid. Yeah. And the other day I was talking, I don't remember to who, or maybe it was to the internet. I don't know. Right. Uh, Like (laughs) it's hard to keep track. Um, (laughs) You know, I was kind of like it, my husband and I are, we've known each other our whole lives pretty much. Mm. Like we met when we were in like middle school. Oh my God. Dating in high school. And like over the course of college and stuff, like we were kind of off and on and whatever, but you know, ultimately got married and now we have a family and all the things. And, um, you know, we laugh sometimes because we're like, like, shouldn't this start getting boring? Like, Mm. I don't know when is like the sex going to peak or like, when is like the conversation going to dull or whatever. And I mean, granted, you know, we're only in our thirties, but still we've been together for, it'll be like 19 years total together. And I feel like it could have easily gone in another direction, but like, because of the course that I happened to take, like the course of action with, with pussy and pleasure and and mindset and like now being just consumed in, in the culture of that. Yeah. It's really led to healthier relationships, better boundaries. I mean, all the things. It's amazing. I thought I was just growing a successful business, but I was like learning how to become a more successful human in the process. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of mind blowing. And, and when you're able to, even, even if all that, like, let's just say you just take a minute before you respond to things, like you just aren't so reactionary that in and of itself will literally change the dynamic of a relationship. Wow. I love it. Because if you're not like literally coming from that place of basically trigger, right. I mean, trauma trigger, like, um, I used to be a super reactionary person. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, my relationships were all like intense. Yeah. (laughs) Which is how I thought I liked it, (laughs) but like, it, and it can be kind of oddly addicting, right? That kind of that like spike and up and down totally. and, you know, how do you know you love if you don't also hate and like all right. the things, you know, but then you, I don't know, get to a point where that's no longer fun. My nervous system was like, well, bitch, <laughs> you've got to yeah. like, everyone is not actually trying to get out, out to get you right now. Right. Yeah. And my husband and I were just talking about this. I don't know, yesterday or the day before, um, really about how I now really can believe when I say like, okay, this is a you thing. This isn't about me. Like, I know you're Mm. projecting whatever your shit, like whatever the shit is, you're like trying to put it on me. But like, I know that that doesn't have to do with me. Like, I know that's actually like something that's more to do with you. Like I can hold the space for you or I can witness this, but like, you know, like really being able to feel 
like you're not being attacked all the time is yeah so nice. huge <laughs> it's huge because <laughs> it's That's so easy to stay more chill yeah. and yeah. level-headed I mean you know yeah absolutely it's that's such a huge shift too that I've come over this past year or so in realizing and um and even with family too like family of origin <laughs> with parents I just had my dad here and like he was reacting to me in an emotional way about vaccinations and mm. um, I was able to just like I could like see I could like feel my body like wanting to like mm-hmm. go there and I was just like nah Mm-mm. nah it's cool like he's yeah just doing him like this is just how he expresses his feelings in his way it has nothing to do with the I don't have to take responsibility for it and nor yes. do I have to like be around it so then I'm like well the, we need to agree to disagree thanks. yeah thanks but yeah yeah and then drop it and you know it's yeah. interesting and it's like again another 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 thing of like if more people could do that wow exactly what better shape we'd be in well yeah isn't like every problem from an emotional reaction uh-huh yeah. on the planet pretty much <laughs> yes if yeah with a little time just like a little time well just a little time it's like oh man but you know but then I think about how long it really took me to get to where I'm at and you know you're always yeah. still learning and growing and, yeah. and changing and stuff so it's like you know, it probably took me five solid years to like really get to where I'm at. If I'm really thinking about when it all kind of started to change. Mm -hmm. And then you think about that's a commitment. Yeah. So if you're not consciously choosing that you're like very, like maybe even unconsciously, subconsciously, whatever, choosing the opposite, absolutely choosing. Right. So it's like hard to people aren't going to be ready till they're ready. And that's the other side of the coin too. Mm-hmm. It's like we can, and I feel like that's a hard part of what we do, right? It's like, yeah. we want everyone to be on board. Like, but listen <laughs> to me, what I'm yeah. saying is so real and it's important, but people aren't ready until they're yeah. ready. I know. I know. So that's why we just have to get up there and keep saying the damn thing yeah. every goddamn day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. And, yeah. you know, it's, and watching you talk about things that, I mean, I, you know, we all kind of dabble in the things of like not traditional business stuff. I mean, that's the whole point of the pleasure-based world and like what we're doing and why, but, you know, for you to like really take on, you know, the gender binary and Mm. the polyamory and like, (laughs) um, all the things it's like, so amazing to watch because I learn from you all the time. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. I'm flattered. (laughs) (laughs) no every time you know you give more insight especially when you're talking about your own journey and things like that and like your own experiences and people's reactions to you and you're still showing up and doing the things it's like such great evidence um for other people who like I might not be talking about the same exact things as you but it's like oh I can I can say the things that like are hard too Mm, yes Yes, that's because they I'm matter to really inspired on the internet by you and every other bitch out there who's speaking the truth <laughs> and going hard and yeah, being brave. Yeah, yeah, being brave is hard, you know. Like, hard. part of me is like, do you really know like any other way though? Like, could you really just like stop saying these? Like, I mean, I what kind of life would that be at this point? I'd be like, no, that wouldn't work, you know, right? 
but my, what's my phrase? My phrase is like, if I don't feel stupid every day, am I even running an internet business? <laughs> <laughs> Are you loving these podcast episodes so far? I know I had such a blast when I was chatting with these amazing bitches. So if you are loving them too, make sure you tune back in in two weeks to catch the second half of this really legit episode. Um, We're all out of time for this week though. So, you know, I love keeping you on the edge of your seat. So make sure you tune back in, like I said, in two weeks and um, I'll see you there. All right, y'all, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I really hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am enjoying recording it for you. I love going a little deeper into these topics and giving you little snippets into my brain, little peel back of the curtain, just about everything I've learned and am learning all the time as I'm growing my businesses. So if you are loving the podcast, please subscribe, leave us a review, um, share it with your friends, take a screenshot, send it up to your stories on IG tag me. I really, really love to see who's listening. It seriously gives me all the vibes and um, we just really appreciate all the support. So this will give me a, a better chance to get to know you as well, which I love. If you follow me on IG, you know, I love to connect with all of you. So I love you so much and I cannot wait to catch up with you soon.